is to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and well-being, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own well-being toolkit to take with you. It's that time of year when the winter feels long, the mornings are dark and the days are darker for longer. For some people winter can be an enjoyable time of year, things have felt festive, cosy and exciting. But for a lot of people this season can be the hardest. For me this has been changeable. Some years I've sailed through winter more easily and some years I've found it tough. Sometimes it just depends on what's going on for us in our lives at the time. In this episode we're focusing on the tough times when winter's a struggle. And this struggle might be up and down for you. Maybe one day things are okay, good even, and the next you're exhausted, flat and unenthusiastic. Either way, there's something in this episode for you. The first thing we need to think about and understand are the seasons themselves and what they mean for us. We've got spring, summer, autumn and winter, all bringing with them changes in the environment, the time and the weather, all bringing a different cycle. Spring, when the sun starts to greet us earlier in the morning, the birds sing more, flowers and trees bloom. There's new cycles of life. Summer, where we enjoy warmth and shorts and bright evenings. Autumn, when nature starts to get quiet, the leaves start to crisp and fall and the sun gets cooler. And then we have winter, where we have less sunshine and daylight. When the birds rest their songs, when it's cold and the darkness greets us more than light. The one thing that's going on here throughout all of these seasons is change. The world and its cycles change pace and adapt. And what do we do? We try to stay the same or pressure ourselves to be better. We don't allow our bodies and our minds to change the same way that the seasons do. In the winter, living nature slows down, rests and makes way ready for a better foundation in the next season. But instead of going with it, and we might physically, but in our minds we don't, we think there's something wrong. And sometimes the more pressure we put on ourselves to be something, the harder it is to do, even just a little. So instead of also going with the change and allowing ourselves to rest, to slow down, in order to build back up in the next season, we don't. Physical rest is important here. But what I'm really talking about is the mind. Our mind needs a break from the pressure we put upon it when we think we're supposed to be doing more. So like the flow and cycle of the seasons, we need to match it, go with it, change the pace. One of the main things, if not the main thing, that affects us during the winter is the light and darkness. We know that the sun makes us feel better Physically, it gives us vitamin D, and this is good for our mood. So in winter, there's not as much of it around, and this can be a big part of why we may feel lower in general, and why we might need to make some more effort to get daylight. And we also need to make an effort to rest, and to allow ourselves to rest. A balance of both. But also making this effort to consciously get out into the daylight 
can equally be a good rest for us because we're not doing anything other than going for a walk or getting out into the daylight, going around the block, getting up from the desk if you're working from home all day and just having a quick walk. During the different times and cycles of the year, we may need to make different efforts. We may need to change our own routines in order to adapt to that what's going on in the environment. So when we've thought about all of this, it's vital for our well-being that we go with the flow of the seasons and not against them. Try to see winter as a time of rest and reflection. And you're going to think, rest, how can I rest when there's so much to do? I'll tell you that you can at least slow down. Remember the story I told in the last episode about the two people going around the park, the tortoise and the hare type story. Well, this is how you also tackle the hustle and bustle of winter. Go back and listen again to that story if you need to. It might help. Going back to winter being a time of rest and reflection. This is exactly what it is. A time to go within for personal growth, to address our darkness, to heal pain, to learn from the year we've had. Not about the hardships themselves, but how we've got through them, our strengths. I often think that winter illuminates our dark side, the parts of ourselves that we haven't yet healed but need to. It's a chance to look this dark side straight into the eye rather than suppressing it, which is often our default go-to, and to face it, to finally deal with it. How do you do this? You observe and reflect rather than resist. Those uncomfortable feelings or the parts of our shadow side that we choose to ignore. You sit with them. You accept who you are, dark and light. You ask yourself, what has kept me stuck this past year? What do I need to change for me? What do I need my life to be like in the upcoming year? What do I want to be like in the upcoming year? Rather than avoiding and fearing our own darkness, we go with it. We feel it. We grow from it. And the rest that winter brings allows us to do this, gives us opportunity to be able to have this time. Darkness is our personal power. It allows the light to grow within us. When we use winter to work through it, we re-emerge in the next season with more hope, creativity, motivation and more light. So when we're thinking about the winter blues and the motivation slump it can bring, the most important thing to remember is that this season passes. It's a time of year for rest. Allow your emotions to be rather than resisting them. Let yourself be human. Here I'm going to give you some tips on how to help you to get through the blue spells. Just little day-to-day things that you can try to practice to make the difficult feelings a bit more bearable. Number one, I've already said it, let the light in. Get outside even for a little walk when the sun is in the sky or when there's more daylight. Because this does a combination of things. It gives us that fix of vitamin D that we might be missing. But also... It gives us and our mind a rest. We're in nature. We're not thinking too much about the hustle and bustle of day-to-day life. Getting out for a walk in the winter can be even more valuable than it can in any other season. So when you're able to, 
get out into the daylight. Number two, movement. I'm not going to whittle on about the importance of exercise here, but what I will say is that movement changes and increases our energy. If we stay in the same room and position for most of the day, whether it's in the living room or office, our energy can become stagnant and then we become lethargic. Our body becomes downbeat and our mind and our body are closely linked. So if our body is downbeat, then so is our mind. So movement is great to change it up, to add energy. It could be a five minute stretch, a quick walk, shake about, a quick yoga, anything, just some movement. Three, maybe the most important one, remember that you're not alone. Millions of people across the world, if not billions, experience some kind of winter blues or a drop in mood at this time of year. Sometimes even all year round. But in the winter particularly, more and more people will be down. And you are never the only one. Sometimes it feels like it, but you're not. And sometimes it's just good to remember that. Four, where possible, spend time with and in contact with people who boost your mood. People who have a good impact on how you feel. And it's okay to limit or reduce time you spend with people who might do the opposite of boosting your mood. Some people don't. It's not their fault but it's okay to need to put yourself first and protect your own energy. Human connection is imperative for our well-being, even if it is limited. In the winter, I like to spend more time in solitude in my own company. That's part of my cycle with the seasons. But connections with others is equally important, so balance of what works for you is best, but definitely stay in contact and connection with other people. Tip number five, self-care. This is vastly different for each and every one of us, depending on what feeds our soul, what keeps us feeling alive inside. And I mentioned self-care in most episodes. But for this one, there's a simple technique. Forget the heavy pressure of the most common New Year's resolutions to lose weight, go to the gym three times a week. These are good goals. So if you really think it's the right time for you to achieve them and you feel ready, then you go for it. I'm not discouraging that. But often we set ourselves up to fail and this can make our mood and the winter blues more difficult. Is the 1st of January the right time for you to strip yourself bare of every treat? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But for the self-care you really need, do this. Sit in a quiet place, try to relax, focus on your breath for a few cycles and when your mind is clearer, ask yourself, what do I need? What does my body and my mind need? Your intuition, your inner self will give you the answer you need. Always follow that. So in terms of self-care, when you ask yourself what you need, your mind and your intuition will give you an honest answer. This is the first tool for the toolkit in today's episode. 
what do I need? Not what you want, what do you need? So I'll give you an example, a real life one. Because I've just done this technique. So I've sat here and thought about what I want in terms of self-care. And my answer is, I want to have more motivation. I want to stop eating chocolate from Christmas. I want to be spring and summer holly, get up and go on the move. But that's what I want, not what I need. So when I ask myself, what do I need? What does my body and my mind need? This is my intuitive self answering back. You need rest. You need to allow yourself time to do nothing. You need to enjoy the chocolate and give yourself a break. You're preparing yourself for spring holly to come back. Try it. Relax. Quiet your mind for a brief minute. Breathe and ask the question. Then take your own intuitive self's advice. Tool number two. Hope to heal. This is important. This is where we learn and where we turn any pain from the last year into power. So we've talked earlier about the winter being a time to go within ourselves to reflect, to observe, to see what we need to develop, to see what we need to change. So winter in itself is a healing journey for you, for me, for all of us. Even if it doesn't feel like it, because healing isn't an easy process, it can be painful. But the Hope to Heal technique is where we use this reflection to identify how we want our lives to be next year. Where do we want to be or to work towards? And so we're using this uncomfortable healing journey to shine a light on where we find hope for ourselves and we make ourselves goals the things we want to work towards when winter's complete. And we're not going to go in all guns blazing into these goals, New Year's resolution style. Instead, we're going through the cycle of the seasons to get there, one step at a time. Two steps forward, one step back, possibly, because that's human life. But we've still got that extra step forward, and that's what matters. Sometimes just getting through each day is enough and you don't need to do anything other than let yourself go through the healing journey. Let yourself feel and be how you need to be. Do nothing but know this. Just like the seasons change and grow, so do you. There's hope ahead. Light is coming. There's always challenges on the way, but there's also always blessings and things to be grateful for on the way too. Be kind to yourself. And to find hope to heal, you can physically write these things down or you can just think about them. But it's just thinking about what goals you want to work towards next year. Even in six months time, it doesn't have to be anything you work towards right now. What might be right for you is to get through the winter months and start planning your goals and working towards them in the spring. But to help you get through that difficult time in your mind when your mood is low, it's helpful to think about them. 
to know that that's where you're headed next because that's instilling hope in a brighter future for you. So set some goals. Where do you want to be? But you have to be kind to yourself along the way and be realistic. That's the end of today's episode. I'd just like to say a really quick thank you to all of you who listen to each and every episode. I've absolutely loved recording this podcast this year and how many people it's reached and helped and I'm truly grateful to all of you for sharing that and letting me know that they're helping. There's lots of good episodes lined up for 2022 and I really can't wait to share them with you. A happy new year and have a good week.